More than 20 uses for DIY detail, rinseless wash. I'm Ivan. I'm Nick. And this is the DIY Detail Podcast. Today, we're going over a list, a big list. It's a, a big lot one. of things you can do with rinseless washing. It's not just for rinseless washing anymore. There are so many ways you can use rinseless wash. And we're going to just go yep. bullet point, give you news you can use here. We're going to start with exterior wash, Ivan. But that's so, just the beginning. That's the beginning. And the dilution ratio is 256 to 1, 4 milliliters to a liter or half ounce to a gallon, however you want to look at it. If you have the 16-ounce bottle, that would mean one cap full for every gallon or one cap full for every four liters. What's a rinseless wash? People are asking. You're the guy. Well, yeah, I've been around rinseless washing for yeah, a couple of years now. Anyways, uh, rinseless washing is a technique. It's a skill, and it's associated with a product, which is DIY detail rinseless wash. Rinseless washing doesn't mean you don't have a garden hose. We can get away with, <coughs> excuse me, with, with washing without a garden hose. And excuse me, I'm still getting over a cold, so there might be some coughing in here. Uh, Nick's going to try to edit it. He'll put little bleeps in instead. Uh, <laughs> no. No, come on. But anyways, uh, <coughs> I'm going to I'm going to step in while, yeah. while you get a, a drink if you'd like. Look, uh, rinseless washing can be used just like any other wash out there, whether it's your car wash shampoo. You can foam our rinseless wash. Uh, you can then rinse it off the paint and then you could foam it on again and do a contact wash if you'd like. The reality is you just do not rinse at the end. You don't need to. Because of the unique chemistry, there's lots of lubrication there. It's an amazing product. So you could use it without a hose. You could use it with a hose. Uh, if you don't know anything about rinseless washing, we're going to put a description down below uh, in, the co in the comments. Let us know if you have any questions still and we'll be great to answer those. So it's great for exterior washing, but it's also an amazing interior detailer and an interior cleaner. Ivan, you've preached the method where you put rinseless wash, maybe a gallon in a bucket and yep. have just one rack and you just kind of wring it out and you've got a rinseless wash and damp a towel and that'll do you for about 90% of interior vinyl, uh, plastic, leather. Like it's an amazing interior cleaner. Yeah, definitely. You can do your navigation screens, the heads up displays, all the windows, the glass, the headliner, you name it. If it's inside or outside the car, you can clean it with rinseless wash at 256 to 1. So Do very not over dilute it, right? That's the big thing. Yeah. More is not better. Never will be. Uh, more is going to cause you problems. So uh, like streaking, like um, they'll look like water spots, but they're polymer spots. They wipe right away. But nonetheless, it just makes your life hard. So especially with interiors, the less moisture you bring into the interior, the less moisture you have to take out of the interior. So be very wary of that. Great use. We're going to show you now glass cleaning, but do not over dilute the product. You want this at 256 to 1. We're trying to save you money. We're trying to save yeah. your product. Use this at the right dilution. It's a great interior or exterior glass cleaner. Right. And right. glass cleaning, very simple. A short nap, very, almost dry towel. So very minimal moisture. Go over the window with a damp towel and then go over it with a dry towel. It's awesome that way. Um, yep. The versatility of this product just amazes me and it continues. So this next one is actually two, right? It's engine bay cleaning. You could just use a rinseless wash, damp and towel, or you could actually use foam. And one thing we saw, we're going to put a link below in Apex Detail. Brian, um, he actually used an air foamer with our rinseless wash, Ivan. Yeah, uh, basically it hyper concentrates it and especially cleaning really greasy things like an engine bay. What it's going to do is 
first of all, it's a lot gentler than an APC that most people use. But because of the surfactants and polymers, it's going to break down that dirt very quickly and safely. And the foamer, what happens is every time a bubble bursts, you're putting new rinseless on the surface or new solution on the surface, basically breaking down that grease and that dirt even more. You can use foam. You can choose not to use foam with a lot of these uses. Yeah. More of our product, if you if you use it in a foamer, it's going to get you crazy foam. Uh, but you don't need to foam our rinseless wash unless... Uh, that's you want your to. goal. Yeah. yeah. I, sometimes I just put it in a foamer and do my kitchen countertops, which brings us to yes. uh, household cleaning, of which there are so many uses. Uh, I use this on my kitchen countertops, on yep. my table, uh, on my bathroom sink, bathroom toilet. Um, and uh, and not only that, I, I will actually use some isopropyl alcohol afterwards. I, I'm just a food prep surface guy. Like, this is a car wash chemical. It's an amazing cleaner. Yeah. I, I'm not worried about it, but... But I'll just use a little um, 70% isopropyl alcohol on my kitchen countertop if I'm chopping veggies on there later what, or whatever. Meat. I, I don't know. Actually, that, just a just a water dampened towel is enough to, to remove. Is it really? Okay. Yeah, it doesn't leave anything behind. But yeah, as you're saying, you're, you know. But that's for me in my head. Right. I sometimes go a couple steps more than I need to, right? Yeah. Uh, the other household uh, uses for it, definitely cleaning your hardwood or tile floors. Mm -hmm. It's spectacular for that. Uh, We'll link a video below. Uh, Chelsea from Attention to Details did her garage floor with it. She uses it specifically as her garage floor cleaner. She uses it to wash cars as well. But as her garage floor cleaner, she hasn't found anything that works as well as our rinseless wash. So that's quite interesting. Yeah, stainless steel, it's great on. Yeah, stainless steel. and basically <laughs> anything, any household surface. So yeah. your leather, you know, your leather recliner, uh, you know, everything around the house, same thing as everything around the car. The rinseless wash just does a great job. Now you don't want to clean your dishes with it. You mm-hmm. don't want to clean. Uh, if you're cleaning a food prep area with it, just wipe it with a, a damp uh, water dampened cloth afterwards to make sure you've removed all the residue and you're good. Exactly. And this doesn't leave residue behind, Right. Like use it the right dilution on cars. Like you're good to go. But again, I'm talking about food. Like I'm ingesting this. That's where I just take that extra uh, precaution. Now I actually live uh, near a bike shop and I was showing them the DIY detail rinseless wash on how to clean their bikes. And I actually was uh, showing them how to coat a bike as well. I'm like, this could be a great upsell for you guys. Like if you want to like up, cause they do some kind of paint protection film thing where they will charge an extra hundred bucks to yeah. uh to do that to a new bike and i'm like do you know how easy an add-on it would be to then say i'll ceramic coat this as well and make it easier to clean and and uh, more chemically resistant and so we had that conversation but I, I didn't mention this yet but it's a great bike cleaner as well and i demoed yeah. it and they were like are you sure i'm like you could use this on a million dollar car and this would be the perfectly safe chemical to use like it's top of the line stuff and they were kind of like really you know because they were just yeah. <laughs> using dishwashing soap in a bucket and they were yeah. scrubbing they were like they were, they were too busy for that right but they had, they had this bike to clean anyway they do it outside and uh we had a good conversation yeah. about that so yeah definitely a bike cleaner and so far just to keep you on point, 256 to 1 is the dilution ratio. You don't need to vary from that. There's only one or two things that we're going to vary from that, but definitely everything else, 256 to 1. Do you want to do those now while we have them, or do you want to just keep going on the list? Keep going down your list. Okay, because there are a couple lists here, and it's already getting a little messy in my head. So uh, there's the pre-soak, foaming pre-soak. Uh, is that redundant or does that count as a new one for a car? Well, well, we can do it two ways. Uh, Let's say you want to do a soap and water wash. 
even if you're using you know foam cannon and all that fun stuff, you can still pre-soak with a rinseless wash. Uh, it's a very active ingredient. It's a very active product. So it's going to break down the dirt, the road grime, all that on the vehicle quite well. So you can either just spray it on with a, a pump sprayer, a, a trigger sprayer, whatever you want, or you can foam it on. So that's, you know, a pre-spraying is definitely a thing with a rinseless wash. And again, 256 to 1. If you want to foam it, uh, instead of just spraying it on, you might want a little higher concentration because your foamer, if you're using a foam cannon, is adding water in that. So you're actually going to have like a 32 to 1 dilution. So one ounce in your uh, 32 ounce foam cannon container is more than enough. And uh, But if you do want more foam, then you might need to add a little more. Very true. Very true. And people will experiment with that and decide what works for them in the real world. Uh, exactly. Again, you could add more to get more foam. Right. Whether you like the results, you know, just be honest with yourself. But this is about yeah. having fun as well. Yeah. Um, so start at 32 to 1 for yeah. the foam cannon and then adjust from there. Absolutely. I definitely started at about uh, 10 to 1 when I first used okay. it and had a good time. Yeah. Um, uh, pad cleaner. Great to clean pads. We put it in our uh, our pad cleaner. Yeah. Um, this, you've been teaching this method for years, Ivan. Yeah, so two different ways of doing it. In the pad washer, so if you're using a Lake Country System 4000 pad washer or whatever pad washer you're using, put the rinse and wash, again, 256 to 1. You don't need to go over-concentrate on it. The other way of cleaning pads, and if you don't have a pad washer, if you're only polishing one or two times a year, you don't need a pad washer. If you're polishing more than that, get a pad washer. It's a great investment. But nonetheless... Take your pad off the machine, dunk it in your bucket of rinseless, squeeze it a few times, squeeze it out to make sure that it's the least amount of moisture in it, put it back in your machine, spin it out to make sure it's just damp and no longer wet, apply the gold standard polish, and away you go. And the rinseless wash, cleaning your pad that way is going to affect every polish on the market. It's It will work with every polish on the market. And trust me, once you've tried a slightly dampened pad with whatever polish you're using, you'll see that it works better. But someone might say, well, won't the surfactants of the polymers in the rinseless wash then in, the, in my pad, won't that affect the way that the polish works? Let's do a little, a little bit of math here. We're diluting it 256 to 1 to begin with. There's less than one gram of, if you weigh a, a dampened pad once you've spun it out, and a dry pad, there's less than one gram of difference. So we have one 256th of one gram of rinseless solution in there. There's nothing, not enough there to affect anything. But in my head, that's what people are going to say. In my head, yeah, yeah. I think that it's, it's amazing how much what's between your ears affects yeah. your perception of the world. Uh, I do appreciate that insight, Mr. LaCroix. Uh, door jams. Oh, I yeah. love using rinseless wash on door jams. Now, sometimes I like all clean. I'll do a pre-treat right. with all clean. Sometimes I like to foam all clean, let it dwell, and then maybe pressure wash it out or steam it out. But the reality is you can get a great clean, whether you're foaming rinseless wash or just kind of dousing the door jam in there or just taking a rinseless wash dampened towel. So maybe after yeah. you've done the exterior wash, 
Um, let's say your door jams were kind of nasty because sometimes if they're not nasty, you can just take your drying towel with ceramic gloss on it, wipe down the door jams. They just might yeah. be a little wet, but if they're dirty, um, you can just go to your wash bucket, which is now over. You're not using it anymore on the exterior paint and just, you know, wring out a rag or even use the sponge you're using or the, you know, obviously the rinseless wash yep. the legacy sponge and just, you can do the door jams just like that. So it's a great yeah. door jam cleaner. Do not forget about the door jams. Don't sleep on them. No. And you can also have it in a sprayer, spray it onto the door jams before you wash the outside of the vehicle even if it dries it's not going to do anything nasty it's not going to leave water spots and then go back and dry it so if you've got a lot of built up dirt in your door jams or dust pre-spray it close the door wash the rest of the car when you're done open the door and it's had time to emulsify the dirt probably it's not had dried yet because there's no air movement inside of there and <laughs> just wipe it down again like you said like with a rinseless dampened towel your wash media of choice whatever you're using I didn't think about that, that it wouldn't dry because there's no air movement. You're right. Uh, great idea there. So so door jams, man, once you dial them in, you're going to feel better about the job. Uh, clay loop. A lot of people ask us about, well, do I dilute the rinseless wash differently to, I don't know, clay my paint, decontaminate my paint? It depends on how you're using it. So if you're using it in conjunction with iron remover, ceramic gloss, or quick beads, you don't need to change the dilution ratio. If you are using it as a standalone all I'm going to be using this for is a clay lube and you're not going to be polishing afterwards. This is very important. If you're going to be polishing afterwards, 256 to one is fine. You don't need to change anything there. But if you're not going to be polishing afterwards, you may want to increase that dilution ratio to 128 to one. So one ounce to a gallon, eight mils to a liter. Uh, and the reason for that is it'll give you a little more lubrication and a little more safety with that clay towel. Now we suggest if you're going to be using a perforated synthetic decontamination towel. Uh, so a non-abrasive uh, playing or decontamination media like our towel, use two types of lube. So that one first lube is either Incredible Suds or the Rinseless Wash, and then compound on top of that, either the, um, the Iron Remover, which is my favorite one, or Ceramic Gloss. Hmm. That's great advice. And... If your paint has kind of dried up, I don't know if you'd, you'd probably take your wash sponge with incredible suds and you can yeah. kind of drip it over the vertical panel or whatever and just kind of get it wet again. And that's your base layer of lubrication. But incredible suds is a great uh, lubricated. Yeah. Um, you and, know. and so is rinseless wash. It sure is. I love it. Love it, Ivan. I'm just looking at this list and I'm like, wow, uh, pad towel soak solution. So let's say you ceramic coat a car. Right. And you've got, uh, let's say, a rag with ceramic gloss on it or one of our foam applicators with ceramic coating on it. You can put it in a rinseless wash bucket, um, let it soak for a half hour or an hour, and then drop it in, in your wash. And it should work well. I mean, do you have any insight on that, Ivan? Yeah. Well, actually, a little funny story here. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Maryland right now doing a training at a shop. And we went to put our garbage in their garbage container. You open their big container outside there's maybe 500 uh, applicators and towels there. Really? You know, combined. It's just the whole thing it seems to be full of towels and applicators. They just toss them? Yeah, because after they're done their ceramic coating, they throw it away. It's like, <laughs> why are you wasting so much? Basically, uh, and it doesn't matter what ceramic coating you're using, this generally does work. <laughs> Give it a try. It's worth it. When you're done applying your ceramic coating or your ceramic detailer like ceramic gloss or quick beads put it in your wash bucket and the surfactants in the rinseless are going to break down or not break down but stop that ceramic 
from crosslinking. A lot of uh, you know ceramic coating companies will tell you, do not wash your car for seven days, right? After you've had a ceramic coating, don't wash it for seven days. The reason they tell you that is surfactants. We don't want surfactants stopping or inhibiting the cross-linking of the coating. So we have a bucket with surfactants in it. That's the rinseless wash at 256 to one. Take your coating applicator, take your coating leveling towels, put them in that bucket, let them sit for 15 minutes. They'll come out, you'll put them in the laundry like normal and you won't have to worry about ceramic coating in your towels. And if for some reason you're like, there's no way that works, you can put some all clean in there, right? If you're just like me where it's like, well, I believe it, but yeah, put an ounce of all clean in the bucket as well. I, I mean, I, I always like to use both or one. I, I, I always used an all purpose cleaner um, as a professional, but the rinseless wash works. But again, there's guys who throw these things away. So maybe yeah. the, the baby step between throwing it away in the garbage <laughs> yeah. and rinseless is, is uh yeah, is whatever and they want to use. So it's not just any rinseless. Make sure that you know we're saying use DIY detail rinseless. Yeah, but make sure your rinseless is surfactant based and not polymer based. I, I mean, we're a year old as a company now, and yeah. there have been a lot of people reviewing DIY detail rinseless wash, and people by and large love this stuff. Exactly, they say it's like the most powerful rinseless or one of the most powerful rinseless washes they've ever used. Yeah, by and large, those are those are the reviews you're going to see online. So ours is a very powerful rinseless. So when you say use our brand, not so much, it's because like no, no, because no, we know this one works. This one cleans exactly very yeah. well. Yeah, um, it's also a great sanding lube. If right. if you decide you're a wet sanding type of guy, not recommended on OEM paint, but yeah. whether you're using I, a little sanding block or. Uh, even the dual action sanding method, you know, and I, I think yeah, it exactly. depends on the sandpaper here. So if you if you don't know what we're talking about, okay, don't do this, right? You should yeah. be comfortable enough with sanding to be like, oh yeah, I've used a rinseless wash or a soap or whatever. Like I'll try that. Like you don't want to just up and try this on a customer's car tomorrow. But I haven't any no. suggestions if if folks want to practice at home on a test hood. So yeah, definitely. Again, two fifty six to one. But what the rinseless wash does when you're wet sanding is it prevents your paper from clogging. So it's going to carry away the uh, the material you've removed from the the paint a lot easier and a lot better. So you're going to go through less sandpaper. Plus, it provides much better lubrication than just water. So it's going to be easier to sand as well and a little quicker. Do you want less lubrication though to get more bite with water sometimes, or no. does it just depend? Uh, it again, two fifty six to one. It's not going to inhibit any cut, but because of that added lubrication and the fact that the paper isn't clogging, you're actually going to get better cut from it. Um, real quick, I'll just say this: uh, great for golf club cleaning. So just take a yes. microfiber towel. Uh, people spend so much money on these, you know, golf towels that they they hook onto their golf bag. Yeah, just yeah. take one of your shop rags, and it goes from being the shop rag that you only use on wheels. To like the best golf club, golf ball clean. Anyway, yeah. I'm just saying, try some rinseless wash on a dirty golf ball or on your clubs and uh, yeah. you're going to be amazed at how well it cleans. Exactly. Uh, all right. <laughs> so that was just on the list. I had to say it. Quick detailer. How do we use it as a quick detailer, Ivan? So a couple different ways. Uh, first of all, it's not the best quick detailer and no rinseless wash is. It's just another use for it. But okay. uh, something like, you know, ceramic gloss is definitely much better as a quick detailer. That being said, 256 to one in a spray bottle. And instead of trying to measure it, when you first mix up your wash bucket, 
soak your sprayer in there, fill it up from there. That way you know the dilution is correct. You're not trying to miniaturize the dilution ratio. A lot easier that way. And 256 to 1 is all you need is a quick detailer. And if you try to eyeball it and your 32-ounce bottle has a yellow solution in there after you fill it up with water, that's way too strong. Like Yeah, exactly. It's yellow in the concentrate, but it, it doesn't end up yellow uh, in your bucket for a reason, right? Exactly, yeah. Uh, we've mentioned clay loop. Uh, how yep. about water softener, Ivan? Yeah, so water softener is a big one. And those of you that have high TDS, and if you have high TDS, you know what TDS is, but total dissolved solids in your water. A rinse and swash does not miraculously take away those minerals. What it does, it is encapsulating the minerals. When it's encapsulating the minerals, it's making them ineffective, meaning that they won't leave water spots. They're just going to leave, you know, if you take your rinseless wash that you diluted with your, you know, 500 TDS water, put it on the car, let it dry, which we don't recommend, but let it dry. It will wipe away with a damp cloth afterwards. So we haven't, you know, if you put your TDS meter in the bucket, uh, as soon as you mix in the rinseless wash, it's not going to change anything. So if you have 500 TDS water, you're still going to have 500 TDS. What you need to know is those total dissolved solids are now encapsulated in the rinseless wash. And another auxiliary question to that is that I get a lot. Oh, yeah, but since I have high TDS water, do I need to put more rinseless wash in? No, you don't need to put more rinseless wash in. Okay, you heard it here first. Uh, continuing on the water softener question, drying aid, right? Because you got to dry the paint quickly if you have hard water. Right. Um, and, and so if you're scrambling, just that 256 to 1 rinseless wash in a bottle, uh, it does make for a phenomenal drying aid, especially if you have a ceramic coated car and yeah. you don't necessarily want to use ceramic gloss on every wash, although you totally can. Don't worry about right. layering or stacking or whatever. People are like, is yeah. that a big deal? I'm like, no, use it every wash. Less yeah. overthinking, more enjoying, right? Uh, right. But, but rinseless wash makes for a great drying aid. Um, and especially, again, especially I like to use it on a ceramic coated car. Yeah. So as a drying aid, first of all, if you've washed with a rinseless wash, you don't need to add any more. It's already on the surface. Your drying aid is there. But if you've washed with soap and water and you've rinsed away that soap, so now all you have is water on the surface, you don't want to dry that vehicle with just the water on the surface. So as Nick suggested, ceramic gloss, you can use quick beads, but the rinseless wash will do a great job there. So spray it on the panel, wipe it off and you're done. And it's going to provide that extra lubrication that you need. Think of it as a drying lubricant as opposed to a drying aid. Mm, there's been a lot of conflating of that term over the years, right? Drying aid, drying lubricant. It's like, yeah, we kind of forget what, what a drying aid is supposed to do, right? And I think it's just supposed to make it a very lubricated process as you dry, but then it turned into, well, then you're spraying the car to get the shine as well and ideally you get the shine and the lubrication yeah. you're going to get that with ceramic gloss but again we're talking about the versatility of one product uh, without which I don't know how I'd survive as a detailer yeah. uh, it's a great wheel cleaner if your wheels aren't super dirty I mean if it's a hammered wheel let's talk about iron remover let's talk about all clean but right. if you're maintaining your vehicle often and she doesn't get you know beaten down and, and uh, daily driven perhaps uh, you know it's a great wheel cleaner especially uh, outside of the winter months yeah, you're watching this channel, which means there's a good chance you're a car enthusiast. Being a car enthusiast, there's a good chance you like cleaning your car. If you're doing a weekly wash on your vehicle, you don't need to get a super harsh wheel cleaner. You don't even need all clean. Now, you might want the all clean on the tires, 
but I've seen our rinse and swash take browning off of tires as well. The surfactants are there. And just because the pH is relatively neutral, it's eight on the pH scale, doesn't mean it's not effective. Uh, a lot of people mistake the pH scale with power and strength. You can have a relatively pH neutral product that has really high quality surfactants in it that do a much better job than something that's a pH of 12 or 13. It's going to burn your hands. It's going to damage the surface if it dries on it. This isn't the case. It actually cleans extremely well and at the same time is safe for any surface. One thing that cleans exceptionally well, when we're talking about the versatility of it is a steamer. Not everybody has a steamer, but those who do, they may say like, first of all, can I, should I put rinseless wash in my steamer? Yes. Again, 256 to 1. But put it in your steamer. It's going to basically supercharge your steam. So it's going to make your steam cleaning more effective. Now, if you've never, if you just put water in your steamer before, when you put this in your steamer, there's going to be a very, shall we say, unpleasant odor because it's actually breaking down the little calcium deposits that you have in your steamer. So if you plan on using a rinseless wash in your steamer, take your steamer, fill it, get it nice and hot, and then let it cool down, empty it. And you'll see what comes out uh, when you pull that drain plug out of the bottom of your steamer. And then do it again. Cleaning PPF, paint protection film, clear bra. Right. We get this question a lot. Oh, my car has PPF or my car has wrap. Can I use rinseless wash on it? Yes, definitely. Rinseless wash is the safest way of washing your car. And rinseless doesn't mean we don't pre-spray. Rinseless doesn't mean we don't rinse off the heavy chunks of dirt. Just like you wouldn't take your wash, your soapy wash mitt to a car that's covered in mud, you don't take your legacy sponge with rinseless to a car that's covered in mud. We need to pre-spray. We need to pre-rinse. But the rinseless means we don't rinse it off after. And then on this list, I also put pad conditioner. Right. So you've got a brand new dry pad. You don't have a pad washer or you're like the polisher that likes to use multiple pads doing your car. And that's great. If you're doing that, a little spray of the rinseless wash, then hit it with a mic or just a dampened rinseless dampened microfiber towel on your pad surface. Then when you put your polish on it, you're not dry buffing the surface. So you're not, you're going to get less micro marring. You're going to get, excuse me, less swirls if you're using a rotary and you're going to get a better finish. So definitely as a pad conditioner, spectacular. And guess what dilution ratio? 256 to one. Correct. <laughs> uh, it's also a great phone cleaner. I mean, it, it like the list goes, if you don't get it by now, <coughs> come on now, it cleans everything. And it's yeah. an amazing uh, tool to have in your arsenal. Ivan, I think that about wraps it up, folks. You know we're missing something. We do hope that you put things in the comment down below. And we also hope that if you if you want to know more about the science behind our rinseless wash, you check out this video Somewhere here. Yeah. right here. 